The National Rifle Association has been hit hard financially in recent years, but all that might be about to change as the NRA is reporting massive funding increases from donors held at gunpoint. Hear how the NRA is convincing more people than ever to donate to their cause and how you might even be next. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical, the only daily news podcast where listeners have a chance to win $1 million if you can answer all my interview questions correctly. Back with our lucky contestants right after this. The National Rifle Association. It may be one of America's most storied institutions, but it's also become a lightning rod for controversy, and that's led to some serious lackluster fundraising numbers. In fact, the NRA has experienced significant financial struggles, losing tens of millions of dollars over just the past few years. But that all might be about to change today, thanks to some new fundraising initiatives by the organization. For more, we turn to OPR's National National Rifle Association correspondent, Marcy Hammond. Hello, Marcy. Hi, Leslie. Well, as you mentioned, the NRA has been struggling severely for donations this year, but there seems to be a writing of the ship taking place, as the NRA today has reported a massive funding increase from donors held at gunpoint. Interesting tactic. How much money are we talking? Well, over the past quarter, the NRA says it's raised over $15 million from donors who are awoken in bed with a pistol in their face, informed that a child on a playground is within an NRA sniper's range, or simply grabbed by armed fundraisers on the street. I spoke to NRA Outreach Director Mark Morgan yesterday about the gun rights group's newfound financial success. Turns out people are really generous with their donations when you ask them with a 45 pressed against their chest. Uh, previously, we'd always relied on emails and phone banks to source donations, but sticking guns in people's faces just adds that personal touch. You can see people really struggling with the realization that not donating could have real consequences. We're even seeing telephone donations go up once donors realize that they've got a red dot on their head. And with the NRA now projecting over $500 million in year-over-year profits from holding up donors, I wanted to see the fundraising machine in action. Fortunately, Mark agreed to take me along on a fundraising drive through a neighborhood near the organization's headquarters in Fairfax, Virginia. Oh, look, there's a donor. Wow, that was fast. Hey, if you're packing heat, everyone's a potential NRA donor. Hey! You! What? Oh my god, you have a gun. Give me all your fucking donations. Please, <laughs> don't hurt me. Don't move or I'll fundraise your whole family. <laughs> I've attended a lot of fundraisers, but never oh, one like this. Oh god, please, Jesus, just, just don't shoot me. Here, god. take it. Yeah. Take everything. Yeah, fuck you. Wow. Oh, wow. That guy just donated $84.19. And his iPhone and watch. We're bringing the NRA's fundraising practices into the 21st century. <laughs> Actually, well, I've got you here, Marcy. Do you feel like donating to the NRA? Luckily, I too was packing, so I was able to get out of there without having to fork over any more cash. Good work. It's like I always say, the only way to stop a bad fundraiser with a gun is to blow his brains out. Exactly. Now, Marcy, I gotta ask, with more people catching on to these fundraising tricks and their outreach director dead, how sustainable are these donation numbers for the NRA? That is certainly cause for concern within the organization, but the NRA feels confident they'll be able to continue bringing in money through new initiatives, like targeting repeat donors and knocking off gas stations. Hmm. They're also hopeful that future plans to kidnap children of Congress members so they'll pass favorable legislation will pay dividends in the long run as well. Good plan. Thanks for the report, Marcy. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond. We'll be back right after this.
This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Ah, nothing goes down quite as smooth after a long day of reading the news than a few more shorter pieces of news. Here's what else you need to know today. Prominent GOP members are sounding a partisan rallying cry today, claiming that systemic racism is nothing more than a 400-year-old plot designed by Democrats to lose President Trump the 2020 election. And members of the White House are echoing these calls. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany issued a statement claiming the left has been, quote, sowing the seeds of discord for the entire history of our oppressive country, all just so they can try to ruin President Trump's bid at re-election. And the NFL is looking to help combat their own issues of systemic racism, today updating their diverse-minded Rooney rule that will now require all NFL coaches to have at least one black friend. Good to see the league stepping up and doing the right thing. And big news for people who like tiny fruit, Cuties is recalling nearly 5,000 bags of clementines that didn't have one weird moldy one at the bottom. The Cuties company is apologizing to customers for, quote, not living up to the Cutie standard and is encouraging anyone who bought a bag that didn't include at least one green misshapen mandarin or clementine to visit their website for a full refund. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can like and subscribe to the topical wherever you get your podcast. But hey, if supporting something you enjoy isn't what you're into, I totally get it. I rarely pay for sex, even though it's my favorite way to pass the time on my morning commute. And don't forget to tune into tomorrow's episode where we'll speak with the oldest woman alive who shares her number one secret to a long life. And let me tell you, it's so disgusting, even she can't say it without gagging. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow tomorrow.